It's true that some things change as we get older. But if you're a woman over 40 and you're dealing with insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, and weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. And with MIDI Health, you can get help and stop pushing through it alone. The experts at MIDI understand that all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes that happen around menopause. And MIDI can help you feel more like yourself again. Many healthcare providers aren't trained to treat or even recognize menopause symptoms. MIDI clinicians are menopause experts. They're dedicated to providing safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions for dozens of hormonal symptoms, not just hot flashes. Most importantly, they're covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. You deserve to feel great. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Chapter 20 of Rick and Ruddy by Howard Garris. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Recorded by Allison Hester. Chapter 20. Over the Snow. Chot and Tom, standing the first guard, watch outside the log cabin, had been walking around it, now and then stepping inside to get a drink of water. They did not go far away, for what they wanted to see, if such a thing should happen, was the coming back of the sailor or the junk man. For the first hour of their watch, nothing had happened. It had been too early, perhaps and perhaps the junk man had no idea of coming back for his horse and wagon until morning. At any rate, Tom and Chot walked silently around the log cabin, now and then listening to see if they could hear any strange noises. They heard noises, plenty of them, noises of the night, but they were not strange to these boys who had lived much of their lives in what was part country and part town. There were the chirp of the crickets, the disputing calls of the katydids and the katydidns, the whistling call of the tree toad, and now and then the distant bark of a dog. As I have told you, the sound of a dog's bark carries a long way, especially at night. "'Wonder if that's Rick's dog?' asked Tom of his chum in a low voice as they met in front of the log cabin door. "'It might be,' agreed Chot. I hope we can get Ruddy back. So do I, added Tom. The two boys had divided the cabin neighborhood into two sections. Each one walked halfway around the shack at intervals, so that part of the time they met in back, and part of the time in front, like two coast guards meeting each other on their beach patrols. After a while, it grew more silent as the creatures of the night ceased their calling and seemed to go to sleep. It was colder, too, and Tom and Shot were glad they had put on warm clothes, but they rather liked the time they were having. As Boy Scouts, they had often camped out, but never for the reason they were now doing it, to help a chum get back his dog. "'Well, our time is most up,' 
remarked Tom, as he looked at the radium dial of a wrist watch his father had given him. It'll soon be twelve, he added. Then Rick and Sam will come out, spoke Chot. Wouldn't it be funny if Rick should find his own dog when it was his turn to be on guard? It would be dandy, said Tom, but I guess... All at once, the two boys heard a little crackling and rustling in the bushes, which grew almost up to the old log cabin. Someone's coming, whispered Chot. Yes, said Tom in a low voice. I wonder who it is. And just then, there came the bark of a dog close at hand, the bark of a dog in the night. Hearing it so near, Tom and Chot, for the moment, were quite startled. Then Chot exclaimed, It sounds just like Ruddy! He spoke aloud, and the dog heard him, heard his own name. This was enough for the brown setter, for he it was who had barked. He had smelled his way back along the path over which the sailor had led him until he reached the log cabin. Then had come to him the odor he knew so well, the scent of Chot, with whom Ruddy had romped and played. Then Ruddy barked loudly, the first real bark he had given since he had been cut loose by the good sailor, and it was this bark that Chot and Tom heard. "'Do you suppose it's Ruddy?' asked Tom. "'I hope so,' murmured Chot. Then the dog heard more plainly the voices— the voices of boys whom he knew. It was almost as good as if he had heard Rick's voice. Once more, Ruddy barked, and then he sprang forward straight toward the cabin and the two lads on guard. Dimly, in the darkness of the night, Tom and Chot saw a dog bounding toward them along the path that led to the front door of the cabin. There he is, cried Tom. For a moment, Chot thought, perhaps, it might be some other dog, maybe some half-wild sheep-killing dog that had come to dispute with them for the possession of the old cabin. But an instant later, Ruddy was leaping and barking about his two friends, trying to get into their very arms, it seemed. He was so glad to be back with them again. And how he did bark! "'Where's Rick? Where's that boy, Rick?' Ruddy seemed to be saying. Oh, Ruddy, you did come back. We found you. Rick will be so glad, cried Tom. We must tell Rick that Ruddy is back, he added. Chot rushed into the cabin and shook Rick, who was asleep in one of the bunks. Get up! Get up, Rick! Chot called. Slowly and sleepily, Rick opened his eyes. "'What's the matter? Is it my turn to stand watch?' he asked. And then he was almost smothered by the rush of Ruddy, who fairly threw himself upon the bunk which held his master, and the dog filled the cabin with his loud bark, so that Scoutmaster Taylor and the other boys were awakened. "'What is it? What's the matter?' asked the Scoutmaster, for he slept off in one corner, and all he could see, in the dim light of the lantern, was a mass of moving forms, several boys and a dog. "'Ruddy's come back,' cried Tom. "'Ruddy is here. 
He came up to us when we were on guard outside, explained Chot, and he barked. Is it really Ruddy? asked Mr. Taylor. Oh, yes, it's Ruddy. It's my dog, all right, cried Rick. And it needed but one look to show how glad the dog and his boy master were to be together again. Then the lantern was turned higher, and when matters had quieted down a little, it was seen that Ruddy carried around his neck a collar of rope. He's been tied up, exclaimed Rick. The sailor and the junk man must have tied him up so he couldn't get away. And he broke loose, said Tom. No, this rope has been cut, said the scoutmaster, as he looked carefully at the end of the heavy cord on the dog's neck. This has been cut by a sharp knife. If someone tied Ruddy up, someone cut him loose. And so, without having seen it done, Mr. Taylor told exactly what had happened. He had read the signs, just as Indians and scouts of the plains used to read signs, and as Boy Scouts of today are learning to do. Ruddy had a regular collar on, said Rick, as he looked at the harsh rope around his pet's neck. I wonder where it is. Well, I guess the junk man took it off to sell it, said Sam Brown. Those fellows will sell anything they get that way. I'll cut this rope off, went on Rick. It may hurt him. Hadn't you better leave it on, asked Tom. You'll want to tie him up, Rick, so he won't be taken away again. Oh, I guess nobody will take him now, boasted Rick. He'll stay right in here the rest of the night. And that is what Ruddy did. The dog was given some food and water, and then he lay down beneath Rick's bunk and refused to move from there. Ruddy knew when he had found what he wanted. Of course, there was no more need of standing guard that night. As the recovery of Ruddy was all that was desired, Mr. Taylor said there was no use in sitting up just to catch the junk man and sailor. We have your dog, he said to Rick and the most we could do would be to have the men arrested. And perhaps it would be hard to prove they really enticed Ruddy away. So let them go if they come. But they did not return during the night. Neither the sailor nor the junk man after his horse and... It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.